Today is World Toilet Day. The goal of the day is to raise awareness of the importance of clean sanitation around the world. The tagline is, leave no one behind. It's an important message. But I want to talk about something a little different, but related, which is how we deal with infection control in the healthcare system. If I go back to the analogy of holes in Swiss cheese, which is the model for risk that I talked about in the last episode, there are a number of pretty obvious holes in the Swiss cheese that I think deserves attention in this respect. But we'll get to that. My mom had a knee replacement last month. She's doing great, by the way. She's already talking about getting the process going to get her second knee done. But her experience while she was in the hospital following her surgery revealed a number of holes in the Swiss cheese. The one I want to talk about today has to do with toileting. Patients are not supposed to bear weight on their operated leg for the first day or so following surgery, and this means they need to use a bedpan instead of the toilet for that day. So I waited outside the room as a nurse helped my mom uh, with her bedpan when the time came, and uh, the nurse helped position the bedpan under her and then left the room and came back a short time later to retrieve it. But I noticed as the nurse entered the room, she did not wash her hands. As a rule, healthcare workers are supposed to wash their hands with alcohol gel as they enter or exit a patient's room. Some of the research at Kite has shown that healthcare workers often don't wash their hands. Um, in Ontario, hand hygiene compliance, um, we publish publicly the numbers, the compliance numbers for all healthcare institutions. Uh, and most institutions have numbers like 99% or 98% compliance. The problem is that these numbers are generated by people, auditors, who stand in the hallways outside of patient rooms and watch as healthcare workers move in and out of the rooms. So it's pretty clear to everyone what's going on, that they're being watched and they're being, their hand hygiene is being recorded. So it's understandable that healthcare workers typically do a pretty good job while they're being watched so closely. And if you want to know how um, um, how they really do when no, no one's watching, you need to be more clever about how you measure things. For instance, one of our projects at Kite involves the development of a badge that healthcare workers wear that will detect whether or not they wash their hands as they move, move in and out of patient rooms. And some of these studies have shown uh, that the real compliance numbers sit probably closer to 20 or 30 percent. Sometimes there's a mistaken belief that putting on gloves can be a substitute for hand washing. In fact, the nurse that went to retrieve my mom's bedpan did put on gloves. But infections can still spread if healthcare workers swap gloves between patients. The main problem is that it's very difficult to put on or take off gloves without touching the outside surface. This means that it's easy to get germs onto your hands as you take off a pair of gloves and then transfer those germs to the outside of the next pair that you put on. A further problem is that the warm, moist environment inside of a glove is the perfect place for a germ to thrive. And these germs can just sit and wait in this warm, moist environment for the opportunity to be freed once the gloves are finally removed. But the infection control problems don't end there. The other problem that became obvious was there's actually nowhere for nurses to put a full bedpan in a patient's room 
that doesn't add to the potential for spreading germs. For instance, the nurse removed the bedpan from under my mom and she set it off to the side on uh, sort of this wide windowsill. It happened to be the same location where I'd previously set some of my mom's belonging and I made a note to myself to try to avoid that area in the future. I'm sure these discrepancies um, appear like minor issues for most. And for my mom, for the most part, I think they were minor issues. But these holes in the Swiss cheese are the type of thing that leads to roughly a one in 10 patients that comes into a hospital now picking up an infection. And we need to be increasingly worried about these infections because of antibiotic resistance. A recent Canadian panel published a report which warned that 400,000 patients in Canada are expected to die from antibiotic resistant superbugs over the next 30 years. They said that this problem was of the same magnitude as climate change. Yet very only very few people are talking about it. They s the report noted that last year about a quarter of all bacterial infections were resistant to antibiotics, but by 2050 this number would expected was expected to rise to 40%. 40% of infections will be resistant to antibiotics. I've heard a few people say that someday soon we should be prepared for an outbreak of a superbug, an antibiotic resistant superbug, that will make the SARS crisis look small. There's no question that we're going to have to learn how to plug this hole in the Swiss cheese by finding ways to improve our hand hygiene in the healthcare system.